Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the group editor of Woman and Woman and Home magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on What's on TV, TV Times and TV and Satellite Week magazines. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday, the 2nd of June 2023, including Woody Harrelson and Justin Theroux as the bungling buddies behind the Watergate scandal in Sky Atlantic and Now TV comedy caper White House Plumbers and the recreation of Alan Carr's 1980s childhood in Changing Ends on ITVX. And we'll also be checking out Sky Cinema Thriller To Catch a Killer and Prime Video's crime comedy Deadlock. But first, Ian, what is in the news? Eddie Marsan, the marvellous Eddie Marsan. Well, he's joining the cast of the Netflix superhero drama Supercell as the mysterious Ray who crosses paths with a group of black South Londoners with superpowers. What else is in the news, Hannah? Well, Paramount plus Yellowstone spin-off Lawman, Bass Reeves, will star David Oyelowo as the titular Lawman and Donald Sutherland as veteran judge Isaac Parker. Well, quite comedy heavy again this week's. Three out of four should get you laughing, including our first offering, which is a new comedy on Sky Atlantic and Now TV. It's called White House Plumbers. And here's a clip. Howard! That's the White House. Howard Hunt. Howard, the president asked for a real son of a bitch to handle this Pentagon leak. What do you need? I want you to meet Gordon Liddy. Toughest guy I know. He'll hold his hand in the flame of the candle. I do not bend and I do not break. What's the trick? There's one. Gets third degree burns every time. Please stop. So this isn't about plumbers. No, it's about the Watergate scandal. Two men involved in the Watergate scandal, which brought down President Nixon. I guess most people think of the two journalists who uncovered the story who were played by Dustin Hoffman and Robert Redford. This, however, it's a five-parter. It is about Howard Hunt and Gordon Liddy, played by Woody Harrelson and Justin Theroux. So one is an ex-CIA officer and the other's a former FBI agent. And the story starts in 1971. They call themselves plumbers because they're brought in to try and stop a leak. Someone's leaked a lot of confidential information to the press, and that's why they're rehired. And as a result of that, they then get charged with trying to sabotage the Democrats' election campaign. And the way that was done, of course, was to attempt to bug the Watergate building, which is where the Democrats... HQ was so it's very funny Harrelson in particular is is having an absolute ball both of these guys they're big personalities they're pretty deluded about their own talents and some of the sort of undercover operations that they set up are are laughably inept such as trying to break into places including the Watergate building donning these ridiculous disguises everything just goes wrong basically there's a particularly good scene where um they meet for a dinner party and one of them is obsessed with adolf hitler and keeps playing these soundtracks of hitler's speeches 
So, yeah, they're both great in the lead roles. I found it very amusing. And there's some good cameos as well. You've got Kathleen Turner, Domhnall Gleeson, and even uh, Robert Redford, who starred in All the President's Men. So, yeah, I thought it was very funny. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's just amazing that these guys genuinely were just so weird and so inept. It just makes you think, who are they hiring (laughs) in the FBI and the CIA? But, yeah, it's well worth a watch. I thought it was great. What did you think, Hannah? It's funny. I thought it was really funny. And as you say, some great names in there. I mean... I think this story hasn't really, well, the the story of the Watergate scandal has been told, but not from this kind of um, uh, view before. So I think it is really interesting um, as well as funny. Um, It seems to, it feels like it shouldn't be funny. And I don't, when I sort of first started on this, I thought, well, I don't know how you can make all this funny, but actually um, they've done it really well. And not something I thought that I would particularly enjoy, but as you say, some big names in there, some great cameos. And, um, yeah, it it was good. I was surprised. Now, over on ITVX, we have another new comedy series. It's called Changing Ends. It arrives on Thursday, the 1st of June. And here is a clip. Hello, I'm Alan Carr. And believe it or not, there was a time before I was a national treasure. Didn't the 80s drag? Has anyone checked? It actually was a decade because it felt a lot longer. And don't get me started on the mid-80s when puberty came along, punched me in the face, left me with the eyesight of a mole and the voice of an elderly lady. Yes, so I have a particular interest in this because um, the lad that plays Alan Carr as a youngster, um, Oliver Saville, used to go to school with my daughter. So I know their family. And it's just so lovely to see somebody shine. And isn't he great? He's, I think, he's absolutely brilliant. I um, I was watching some of the uh, stuff that sort of precursed the, this arriving. And I think that Alan Carr there was something like over 500 videos um, sent in of people wanting to take the part. And then he surprises them in his home. And it's just all really exciting and lovely. And um, this is really nice. It's um, the six episodes. And Alan Carr really has become a bit of a national treasure, really, hasn't he? Um, not just because of Chatty Man, but even more recently with the stuff he's done with Amanda Holden. He's just so likeable and um, it just seems like it's the kind of person you want to be friends with. Um, and this, te- he, he wrote it himself. Um, and this is his te- telling his story, his childhood. Um, and it's interesting because his dad... Um, was the manager of Northampton Town, which kind of seems a bit unreal, um, but it's true. And uh, it tells the story of the kind of his life, how he was bullied. And then I know that when he was interviewed, they asked him um, about that and whether it was sort of like quite cathartic and, you know, therapeutic, I suppose, to talk about that kind of thing. And he says that some of them turn up, have turned up to book signings before. And he thinks, yeah, well, look at me now. I'm the winner, aren't I? So there's a real kind of, moral of the story as well I suppose although there's sort of that that strand that goes all the way through but I found it interesting not least because of someone I knew in it but actually because I really really like Alan Carr and I did I learned a lot about him do you like it in I really liked it I'm a big Alan Carr fan as you know anyway and yeah I was I was looking forward to watching it but I was I was kind of thinking is it going to be any good because they're kind of 
fraught with danger, these sort of semi-autobiographical sitcoms that are, are was written by by the subject. But um, I thought it was really good. It's kind of got... Because, I mean, obviously it's set in the 80s when, when he's going through adolescence. And it's it's got the look and almost the feel of, of quite a retro sitcom, hasn't it? But it's got a light touch because, as you say, I mean, young Alan... He's finding that he's being kind of ostracized and bullied because it's it's evident to everyone else that he's gay, but but not to himself. And yeah, Sean Dooley's very good as as his dad Graham, but it stands or falls on this young lad that you mentioned, Oliver Saville, as the young Alan, and he's absolutely superb, really good. <laughs> and there's lots of laugh out loud moments, and and car himself he keeps popping up on the screen almost as a kind of narrator <laughs> he might be sort of in in the locker room at a football match or yeah in his family home just and making these kind of very funny barbed comments which he's so great at i absolutely loved episode one i laughed a lot and you know that there are some serious messages in there about being yourself, believing in yourself, and you know, and about homophobia and bullying, but the whole kind of vibe of it is very uplifting and kind of and, and entertaining. So yeah, I was hoping it would be good, and it's even better than I imagined. On Sky Cinema, we don't cover many of their premieres, Hannah, do we? But this one is called To Catch a Killer. It was actually first available on Saturday, the twenty seventh of May, but you can catch it on. Sunday the 4th, Monday the 5th, and Tuesday the 6th of June. And here's a clip. We have an Olympic-class marksman running wild. Every shot found his mark. No casings, no brass, not a single fingerprint. Start recording. Every face on video. Get him on your phone. He didn't come here to die. And he does not want to be found. We're going to disappoint him. This is an interesting one. Starts really strongly. Basically, there's uh, it's New Year's celebrations in an American city, and a sniper is high up somewhere and just starts picking people off, apparently at random. And we are going to follow the investigation to try and catch this sniper before. He, he or she, I should say, strikes again. It stars Ben Mendelsohn, who he's an Australian actor. You may have seen him in Bloodline. He starred in that, which is a very good sort of family drama, which is available on Netflix. Check it out if you've not seen it. He plays this sort of gravel-voiced FBI agent, Jeffrey Landmark, who's kind of the classic grizzled detective. And in a slightly unconvincing twist, he decides to add this rookie beat cop, played by Shailene Woodley, to his investigation team just because of some random remark he overhears her saying. The action set pieces are really well done. So after the initial shooting, well, it reminded me of a couple of elements from other films. So the sort of mentor and protege relationship between the two of them is is kind of reminds me a bit of Silence of the Lambs, Clary Starling and her FBI boss. And then the fact that the 
lead investigator, Lamarck, he wants to sh- bring in a curfew, but um, people won't let him. It's that is a bit like kind of uh, when the when the cop was trying to close the beaches in Jaws. I know it's a very different genre, but no one would let him do it, and you know there are going to be consequences. And sure enough the killer does strike again and it's a really well staged sequence in a a shopping mall um it's just very effective there are quite a few things that are wrong about it i would have to admit but it's had i think it's had rather harsh reviews to be honest i think there's there's plenty to enjoy in it and there's a surprise for british viewers towards the end of the film which i'm not going to spoil as they close in on the killer so um yeah, I think it's been somewhat harshly treated in the press, but it's a perfectly enjoyable police procedural come thriller uh, that will while away a couple of hours. Um, is this the sort of thing you might watch, Hannah? Well, I did watch it, and I, <laughs> I, um, I did like it actually. I, I, I kind of, I kind of feel like at the moment there seems to be a well, there always has been actually a lot of kind of police type dramas and I suppose that captures people and it's commercial that's why it keeps on happening but sometimes I wonder if there can be any difference between them and what the you know what the nuances of, of anything but I, I think this probably nailed it quite well um like you say there's a kind of few dodgy parts to it but you know that that often occurs for me though it did do something different to normal sort of police type dramas and it what and it did it was jumpy in places um so yeah I'm going to give this one a thumbs up Okay, I think this week we've saved the strangest thing till last, possibly. <laughs> Over on Prime Video, arriving on Friday the 2nd of June, it's a new crime comedy series called Deadlock. And here is a clip. There was no evidence at the scene, no footprints, no DNA. This is bigger than one death. <laughs> What's happened to them, James? this might be connected. There is no connection. If you have information about the murders, you can just write a note and put it in the anonymous tip off koala. Yeah, so I've just said how I felt about sort of police dramas and this kind of is the reason why I feel like that about it because it just, you know, police detectives, two of them, sleepy town, it's just all a bit the same, isn't it? And that's exactly what we've got here and that's how I felt, you know, and guess what? They don't really get on and they've got to put their differences aside to help find this killer in their sleepy little village. And it just, it's just odd, a bit dull. I I, I can't, I I don't have much good to say about this, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, It just didn't do anything different or particularly new. And it's a bit irritating because the, the, the two police officers that have been pushed together, they have very different ways of working. You know, one's very chaotic and a bit silly and a bit daft, and you kind of wonder how on earth they got to where they got to. And then the other one's very fastidious and organised, and it's cliche. That's the word I'm looking for. For me, it's just completely cliche. And you know, already today in this podcast, we've talked about two police, you know, style um, uh, series, and and this is not the winner of the hour for me. What did you think, Ian? I wasn't sure about this one. It's quite unusual. So Deadlock is the name of the place it's set, which is in uh, Tassie, Tasmania. And the writers said that they were trying to do a kind of funny broad church. So it does start with a body, which is found on the beach. 
so it's got a almost a kind of scanty noir vibe but a lot of it is played incredibly broadly for laughs so there's some there's lots of jokes in it lots of comedy and i wasn't quite sure that they managed to pull off both sides of the coin but i will you know i do admit i i did laugh a few times um i think so there's a local cop who is temporarily looking after the investigation and then they bring in someone else from outside and the new arrival is is a very broad comedy character i must say yeah a bit of a mixed bag quite interesting to see a bit of tasmania which looks looks amazing uh but i would actually i don't know i'd kind of prefer it if it if it was all played for laughs or if it was all totally serious and i'm not quite sure that the combination works now we've got to that time hannah where we find out what you've been binge watching on this week so what have you been watching well i've been watching a bit of sweet tooth um you'll remember that we um talked about this a while ago and i think there's a new series coming up so i thought i'd have a quick look at last one and the kids absolutely love it so it's win-win and i've been watching a very good documentary series called kids which is available on all four which follows the stories of number of youngsters who have been through the care system and that's uh, yeah very moving very interesting now we've just got time to look ahead to next week's offering so what's on the agenda brenda so Catherine parkinson and yusef kakor star in an unconventional love story which is a new comedy drama called significant other on itvx and a caribbean island is rocked by the death of a teenage tourist in saint x which is a twisty new drama on disney plus so we look forward to those and much more but in the meantime Cheers.